This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify you, Michelle Abraham, your host here today, and I'm very excited to bring you Pastor Travis Hall today. We're going to talk about behind the mic interview with his podcast, Transformational Truths, and we're also going to dive into an Ask the Expert interview as well. So it's a combo episode today, and Travis, first of all, let's just say hi. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing fantastic, Michelle. I'm excited for the interview, honored to be here, and looking forward to it. Yes, I'm looking forward to it too. I am excited to interview you. You Let's tell our audience a little bit more about you. So Travis, you have been in the ministry since 2001, and you are the lead pastor of the Life Church International, uh, which is a congregation in Metro Atlanta. And so mm-hmm. you've been in uh, doing 16 years of ministry experience and four years of serving as a youth pastor. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so what's great about Travis, you're traveling around and you're also a conference speaker, so you get to be on stage a lot and you are just passionate about uh, helping people invest in leaders and bring in helping people discover and develop and protect their God-given purpose, which I love because it's very much aligned with what we do at Amplify You as well. And you are also a new author this year. You have a book that's just come out. That's the seven deadly thoughts. And I'm glad I said it this right this time because when we were, <laughs> when we were in just before we pressed record, I said it like seven deadly sins. And I'm like, that's all right. <laughs> and then you said that means it's working. So that's tell us, right. So let's dive into your book first. Well, tell us a little bit about the book. And, and obviously, that was a great title. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That means it's working. I knew the title would resonate. Um, well, honestly, Michelle, the vision behind the book was born out of countless coaching and counseling moments with incredible people. Uh, gifted people who probably didn't see themselves as gifted, who probably didn't see themselves as people with potential. And they were stuck. But but it was amazing to me that they saw themselves as being stuck. And as I continued to interview, talk and coach these, these amazing people, I discovered that their limitations, none of them were external. They were all wrestling with limiting beliefs that at some point, usually early on in their lives, they had adopted beliefs that weren't true about themselves. And so they were settling into a mode of life that really wasn't what they were created for. There was so much more buried inside of them. And I thought to myself, how can I help more people? Because I keep running into people who have the same set of limiting beliefs. And I narrowed it down to seven limiting beliefs. And it was amazing to me, Michelle, how many people I talked to that said, oh, my goodness, they bought the book. They've already worked Mm -hmm. through the book. It released in February. Uh, How did you know this about me? It it was like you were living in my house. How how (laughs) did you know this? And and the truth is the truth of the matter, Michelle, it was it was twofold. I knew it, number one, because I had to wrestle with these limiting beliefs. And I had coached and counseled with so many gifted people that did as well. So how could I get this message into people's hands the quickest and uh, so I wrote the book and so far so good. That's amazing. Do you also have a training program that goes along with it that people can also like, you know, like I love what you're saying in the book here, Travis, can I, can, how can we work together with you? 
Yeah, I'm working on the training program right now. Actually, mm -hmm. the the request for uh, deeper dives, um, to be quite honest with you, caught me off guard. I really thought if I wrote the book, the book would be enough to help people get through it. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding out that the book is just beginning to sort of open the wound, if we can yeah. say it that way. Like, right. okay, we've identified why this resonates so deeply within me. Uh, can we take some next steps? And so we begin to quickly realize, okay, we need to create something else that's going to help people live this out to really help them assimilate these truths and lift these lids. Oh, that's great. And um, in uh, your blog is cultivatemypurpose.com. So tell us a little bit about the blog and what you're doing over there. Well, I just believe that everyone's created with purpose. And I think one of my primary, uh, I believe there's streams of purpose. I think we're always looking for the thing. Uh, I think that's one of the confusing things about purpose. We're looking for one thing. I really don't think we have the one thing. I think we have multiple streams of purpose, or I call them expressions of your purpose. I do think our purpose will always be tied to our dominant gift, but I think there's multiple expressions of that. And so I think that's part of what I'm created to do is just help people discover what that is. Get outside of those limiting beliefs. Get outside of the, the, the untruths we believed about ourselves so that we can honestly step into what we were put on this planet to do. Because I don't think we're going to be truly fulfilled until we can do that. Mm, absolutely. I agree with that. Do you think like there's some people who come across that like know exactly what their purpose is? Like it's been ingrained in them. They know it. They like they live by it. They they've known for a long time that this is what they're meant to do. And then there's others that like it takes a while for it to come out and figure out what that is. Any suggestions for those people that are maybe struggling with trying to figure out what that is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I would begin just by asking yourself some questions that will help you get outside of your own headspace a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, so there are some strategic questions. The most common one that I did not come up with, this has been around forever. In fact, I think it was Stephen Covey that came up with a question, what would you do with your life if you knew you couldn't fail? Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a powerful question. I think because yeah. I honestly think one of the obstacles of purpose is fear. We wrestle with fear. It's not always that we don't know what we're supposed to be doing. It's the fear of what will happen if we fail at doing it mm. that will often keep us stuck in, in life. Another question I always encourage people to ask themselves is, um, what would you do if, if money weren't a problem? Right. Uh, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't have to sift through pain from your past in order to fulfill your purpose? A lot of times the thing that holds us back is old pain that we just haven't dealt with yet. Sometimes we went through a divorce. Sometimes we went through some really painful rejection. And dealing with that pain is scary to us. And so we don't. But we don't realize that the old pain is actually inhibiting us from stepping into what we're created to do. And now we're right back full circle to fear, aren't we? So. Yeah. Practically speaking, ask yourself some of those questions to get, get outside of your own headspace. Uh, otherwise, just go to my website, Cultivate My Purpose. I've actually got some really good blog articles that I released. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, they tell you when you when you write a blog, don't give people the answers, make them pay you for the answers. Mm -hmm. I decided to give people the answers, and I think if they find value in that, they'll reach out. And um, so I didn't hold back. I just put it all out there. Um, I put 10 questions on the blog that will help you. One day I'm going to write a book and put the 10 questions in the book. If you don't want to pay for the book, go to the blog. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way with content, you know, like you give give as much as the value that you have and then people will pay for the implementation and the accountability, right? So it's not the I content. Agree. You can find the content absolutely. anywhere usually. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. I agree 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how that how that goes. <laughs> Some people are so 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 uh, close, close uh, want to hold 
their content is so close. But yes, anyway. and I think and I think that gets back to one of my pet peeves. I think it's a scarcity mindset. Yeah. I think we have this tendency to believe, you know, like, oh no, if I give them the information, what's left? And I really think the problem is we don't believe enough in the gift that's inside of us mm-hmm. and what we have to offer to help other people. So I would rather just be generous with the content and give people what they need and then they can take the next step. So you know what? Can you help me implement this? Can you help me? Can you coach me along and apply some of this? And then we can bring some of this wisdom and experience to help them take the next steps. But yeah, it drives me crazy, especially if if you're in this world of helping people, mm-hmm. you know when you're getting got, you know, so so you know, like, oh man, I just signed up for this and I just got got. Like, you know, just I, I was hoping you give me a little more information. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that can help you on the front end. So yeah. Yeah, and over delivering is always a good thing. Giving Absolutely. value. I mean, that's our goal, right? Is to give everyone as much value as we can. So Travis, can you give us a couple of like the deadly thoughts and just as an idea is like what some of them are or, or a couple of them, a little sneak peek into them, um, so that we can help get our our audience on the set on the right foot with at least one of them. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, a couple of deadly thoughts that probably stick out is, uh, number one, I don't have what it takes. Um, that's a limiting belief that we are introduced to very early in life. Um, oftentimes, unintentionally, I, I don't think uh, people that care about us intend to uh, help us adopt limiting beliefs, but we're often told to play it safe. Um, we're often told, you know, be careful. And I get that. I'm a parent. I've got five kids. I get all of that. <laughs> you say that word, be careful, quite a few times. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot. And here's the problem with that. Oftentimes what we're doing subconsciously is we're teaching our kids, be careful, be careful, be careful. What they're learning is I don't have what it takes to not get hurt. I don't have what it takes to not fail. But failure is not the worst thing that can happen to a person. In fact, I've learned far more from my failures than my successes. Mm-hmm. Can I say what's more dangerous than, than, than failure, Michelle? It's becoming successful at the wrong thing. If I become successful at the wrong thing, I can spend the rest of my life doing stuff that's below my God-given purpose, and I will be frustrated, and I'll get to the end wondering, what if? So addressing the thought, you know, man, I don't have what it takes. Let's go ahead and address that thought because the truth of the matter is I really believe that we're created with potential. I think there's treasure buried in every single one of us and unearthing that treasure is the key to stepping into our purpose. Another, another deadly thought I think we all wrestle with is this one. It's too late. Uh, it's funny. You can be young and still feel like it's too late. Right. Like, you know, especially in this crazy culture, we live in this driven, striving culture where, you know, everyone says you should, you should make your first million dollars by the time you're 27. And then you should, you know, have your first, uh, uh, business by the time you're 30 and then three more and the three, and, you know, everyone's like, Oh, I'm too late. I'm too behind the ball. And it's, it's just not true. If you've got breath in your lungs, if you've got the desire to take some steps of faith. Listen to me. You can still fulfill your greatest purpose. Listen, Michelle, I've talked to people who said, listen, they had their greatest successes. They have been more effective in business uh, after the age of 65 than mm-hmm. any time before that. I've talked to two or three people just this month. That's I talked great. to one guy who said, I have I have seen more success after 65 than any time before then. So I just hope that encourages somebody because listen to me, it is not too late. Absolutely. I see so many of our podcasters. I'm so proud of them coming in to try to do a new business and a podcast at 65 and older. And it's like, yes, yes like yes. so great because they, they're finally doing like what they're meant, their purpose, like what yes, they're meant to be doing. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love, I love all these, um, these deadly thoughts because they're actually like very aligned with 
the things that prevent people from getting their podcast started and actually, you know, wanting to be the, saw becoming the best kept secret and starting getting more visible out there is very much aligned with the things that are holding people back. Do you find that there's a common thread between all the send this, seven deadly thoughts that are holding people back from from the all all of them together hold people back by each individually also hold people back from doing what they're meant to be doing yeah absolutely i think one of the common threads that you'll see in all of the seven thoughts is they all mm-hmm. carry within them you know i always the, the thought itself is not the most dangerous thing it's what's hidden behind it it's mm-hmm. the thought is just the trojan horse so to speak you know inside <laughs> it is the real poison And the real poison, the one thread you'll find in all seven is that they'll all produce a sense of doubt. Every single one of them will produce a sense of self-doubt. And, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously I'm a pastor. And so what I've discovered is, is people either doubt something about God or doubt something about themselves. Mm -hmm. And it is that doubt that will keep us from taking a step of faith, taking a leap of faith, fearing that we're going to fail. I I always use the example of uh, Peter in the Bible. Peter took this crazy step of faith out of the boat onto the water. But halfway through, he started to look at the winds and the waves and the storm. And he said, oh, wait a minute, you know which Mm -hmm. comes back to my first deadly thought, which is, did God really say? We begin to doubt, is this really his will for my life? Can I really accomplish something great with my life? Is there more for me? And then we begin to sink under the storm that we should have been walking on, quite frankly, because we have the gifts within us to do so. Mm, Wow, that's interesting. Do you find that... um, that people are not, oh gosh, what was I? I've lost the, I was like, I was so into, so into your story. I was thinking of, thinking of my question and then I've lost it. Um, but I, I think they, um, you know, I think that's it. people are afraid to, to find their purpose. Like, or do you think people are afraid to find their purpose or do you think it's just, they have so many things that are preventing them from finding their purpose? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think it's both. <laughs> I, I think it's abs- I think it's absolutely both. Yeah. I think our journeys are as unique as our personalities. I think there are people that genuinely are afraid of success. I've met people who their biggest mm-hmm. obstacle yeah. was not the fear of failure. They were afraid of succeeding. Yeah. And that became their limiting belief. And so they'll sabotage their success uh, just before they're about to have a breakthrough. And then I found people that they're really just genuinely afraid of failing. And then I've found people who really are searching for purpose, but they have these layers of limiting beliefs that are preventing them from believing something about themselves. I always tell people, here's one of the greatest signs that you're dealing with a limiting belief. Mm -hmm. You're always frustrated. Mm. You're always frustrated. Here's why. Because in your heart, you know what you're (laughs) supposed to be doing, but there's a ceiling in your mind. And every time what you're supposed to be doing starts to creep up, it'll hit that ceiling and you'll always end up frustrated. You walk around frustrated. I'm supposed to be doing something else, but we won't take that step of faith just because we believe we can't. So that's why I wrote the book, and that's why I write the blog, and that's why I want to help people because, man, life is too short to be doing something other than what you're created to do. Oh, and being in that frustration all the time too, that oh, would be that would be awful, right? Yes. I, I'm a big believer of um, taking that leap and failing fast. And I think there's so many hidden treasures in that failing. Um, yes. But it's so interesting that, you know, what the, the seven deadly thoughts that you've come up with, Travis, is very similar to all the things that we're seeing in people that want to get started in their podcast as well. And that bridge between the two. So it's almost in so many, it affects every, every area of your life when you're, when you're dealing with one of these, um, limiting beliefs mm. and it, you know, it's just, um, uh, to see people, what's, what's been your, um, experience in seeing people break through these, these limiting beliefs. 
Well, it's amazing. Once they become aware of, of these realities and they'll just begin to take a step of faith. And to your point, they find mm-hmm. out a couple of things. Number one, they found out that there was more inside of them than they gave themselves credit for. That's the first thing people find out. Uh, and I would encourage those listening, take the step of faith. The first thing you're going to find out there's more inside of you mm-hmm. than you knew that you had. Um, your story really is powerful. People are waiting to hear it. And uh, the second thing people find out is that fear is a liar. It's amazing. The minute they challenge their fears and they lean into it instead of away from it, they're like, wait a minute, you got to be kidding me. This whole time I was afraid to take this step because I thought this was going to happen. Watch it. Even the, Michelle, even the people that experience failure, you know what they find out? Fear was lying to them about what failure could do to them. <laughs> And they're like, oh, this is all? I thought something worse was going to happen. The, the, the worst thing that happened was I learned how not to do it. Right. You know, I grew through it. I love what you just said, Michelle. I absolutely loved it. Let's go ahead, take the leap and fail fast. Fail yeah, fast. or like, you know, I can imagine like, you know, thinking about something for so long and having a fear around something so long, then you finally, you built up this mountain and then finally you do it. And you're like, why did I waste all that time thinking That's right. exactly about that? Right. You know, I think about that around my taxes, right? I think so much, so much about not doing them, not doing them, not doing them. And then when you finally do them, you're like, well, that wasn't so bad. Why did I waste so long to do them? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's a great point. I think, um, in, which takes me to, I'll, I'll throw one last one out at you. I, uh, my last deadly thought, number seven, is if it were God's will, it would be easy. Now, not everyone on listening may be people of faith, so, so listen to me. But let me just say to everyone listening, destiny does not equal easy. And if we automatically assume that destiny is easy, we will quit at the first sign of adversity. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of purpose and destiny that we were created uh, to fulfill goes dormant, Michelle, because we stopped pursuing it at the first sign of difficulty. Mm-hmm. We were convinced that, hey, you know what, if this is God's will for my life, then it should just be easy. Like doors should just open. And Sometimes we quit so short. I, I recently uh, talked to some people who said, man, I, I, I lost a podcast, but then I stopped doing it. And I said, well, why? And they said, because we did two episodes and we didn't get any traction, so we quit. <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, well, I, you know, let me help you with that. Listen, if you're only going to do, do two episodes, you didn't get attraction. Of course, you're, you, you know, you, you're not going to last. You've got to stay committed for the long haul and believe right. in the vision that's in your heart. Chase it, go after it with everything that you've got. So that at the end, there's no question marks. You're like, man, I lived it out. I discovered my purpose. I walked it out. I lived a full life. Yeah. And in some of those bumps and speed bumps and adversity that you come across in the way, that's where those gems and those lessons and that growth comes from mm. is going through some of those experiences. Can you imagine how boring your life would be if it was just so, if it was just easy peasy all the way through? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no it's, chance uh, for growth. <laughs> no, I know. I was just sharing with some, some leaders yesterday and I said, listen to me, the number one thing that's going to produce the most creativity, uh, the most sense of fulfillment and growth in your life is going to be making one decision. I'm going to lean into the discomfort rather than away from it. I'm going to lean into my insecurity rather than away from it. I'm going to lean into the conflict rather than away from it. Because the thing that you're avoiding is usually the thing that's going to provide the breakthrough you've been waiting for. That's interesting. It goes back to my story that some of our listeners may know this, but some don't. Whereas I, it took me so long to actually launch my podcast. And it's, it's all those fears that came up of, what would it be like to do that and all this kind of thing. But, you know, now, now after doing it and leaning into it and 
and launching it and going through, it's like, I've gotten very comfortable being uncomfortable in that, mm. <laughs> you know, in that uncomfortableness has now become comfortable. So now that's been that area of growth. They're able to, you know, now, you know, and I'm so glad I did, but wish I had done it sooner. <laughs> hey, again, that same sort of thing. Right. It's like, you know, should have just got busted through those fears right from the beginning. Um, but yeah, the magic that comes from being going through something that's uncomfortable to the, the comfortableness if in that now, like so comfortable doing podcasts now, it's like I'm on them several times a day <laughs> and it's, right. you know, it's not something that's a scary anymore. And it's not something that's, um, you know, being seen and being visible and, uh, is not, uh, is not a scary thing anymore. So it's yeah. interesting. How, yeah. That's, I wish I just started excellent, sooner. Yeah. That's an excellent point. You, you just dropped some gold there. I hope, hope all of your <laughs> listeners go back and listen to that. You just dropped some gold, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Goodness. Mm. Yeah. And then if you just get comfortable with that uncomfortableness, nothing seems to be impossible anymore. Right. It seems to be, you could do, and you can do anything. You can, you can be anything you can, you have the power within and knowing that you have the power within to do anything is such a freeing thought, right? Such a freeing mindset to be in. And, uh, you know, it doesn't stop you from, you know, uh, going out and living your best life and, and doing all the fun adventures that you, uh, (laughs) that you've done, which is so cool. Um, Travis, I bet this book is helping so many people. Um, I really uh, want to share with our audience where, because this is a lot of the things that are stopping those people that are listening have not launched their podcast yet. These are a lot of the things that are in their way of getting going and getting getting started. So where can we find your book uh, to buy? Well, I mean, you can find it on Amazon, but um, I have created a bunch of free resources for people. Um, if they go to my website first, they can go to my website at cultivatemypurpose.com forward slash book. And if you go over there, um, you can get access to a free a uh, five-part course called Discovering the Purpose in Your Pain. I put this mm-hmm. video course together. I put a lot into the course, just like we talked at the beginning of the interview. Yeah. I didn't hold anything you give back. give it all. <laughs> I gave it all, and it was it's, it's a powerful course. You can get that for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I also put together my five top interviews from my podcast that you can just download. You can get a study guide along with it and the first chapter for free if you go over there. Or you can just go to Amazon and buy the book, but I'd prefer to put more resources and tools into the hands of people. Awesome. So it's cultivatemypurpose.com forward slash book forward slash book is where you can go find out all that information guys. So I highly recommend it. And we'll put it in the show notes as well. And Travis, I want to talk about your podcast for a minute, transformational truths podcast. So how long is it? How long have you had your podcast for? Uh, We launched October 16th of 2020. Great. And what's your experience being as a podcaster so far? You know what? It has been great. In fact, I was just telling my team how much fun I'm having. Mm-hmm. Uh, my podcast is just one of those things when I look at my, you know, the things that I do, the things that I'm responsible for. I love the podcast. Um, just having a good time. The, the vision behind the podcast was similar to the book in that I saw a lot of people in positions of leadership not having mm-hmm. fun. They're not enjoying the journey. And I'm like, okay, it doesn't have to be this way. I really believe there's paradigms of leadership that will restore the joy to the journey of leading, whatever you're leading. I don't care if it's your family. I don't care if you're leading a business. I don't care if you're leading a podcast or a, or a nonprofit. And I think we've adopted a lot of models of leadership in our culture that are toxic and they're, they're hurting our relationships, our families, our marriages, et cetera. That was the vision of the podcast. We want to restore the joy mm. to life and leadership. And so I bring guests on to tackle issues that are going to do that very thing. Let's eliminate those obstacles and get people back to enjoying life. 
That's awesome. I love it. And one of our, um, one of my friends, Cheryl Brewster, her acronym for joy is just open yourself. And I love that because it's Wow. just that it is like when you're open, you're joyfully, you know, I think that's really cool. I love So I it. just wanted to share that one with you. I think it's really awesome. I love And it. so you're interviewing leaders, uh, leaders on your podcast and, and, and is it leaders of all kinds that you're interviewing or is it specific Yeah. kind of Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm all kinds of leaders. We, you know, I've, I've interviewed obviously uh, ministry leaders, but I've also interviewed business leaders and I've uh, interviewed people in the, 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 the law side of, of leadership. I've interviewed, I mean, all kinds of uh, thought leaders and leaders from every walk of life. And so I really wanted to be something that helped people, not just in the, the ministry world. I, I mean, I do interview those leaders, but Mm I interview leaders from all walks of life because I just want to see people thrive and do well. I don't, again, Michelle, life is way too short. -hmm. So let's enjoy this journey. right. Mm -hmm. Gotta Let's, have some fun while we're at it. yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Because, you know, we have so much seriousness in our life and there's so, so much serious and pressure and it feels very heavy and responsibility Yeah. and stuff. But I think that, you know, it should be a more joyful experience for I agree, sure. <laughs> absolutely, I agree. Uh, yeah, if you can learn anything, learn it from your kids that are outside, just having fun, laughing and playing. And <laughs> if we can Yeah, all feel like that, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Travis, what's your goals with your podcast? Mm Well, my goal with the podcast is I want to help people learn how to simply be. We're so focused on doing. We've -hmm. lost, The to be, your point, yeah. to your point, I love that. just get back to being. Like, watch your kids play. You know why Yeah. kids are so much fun to watch? Because they haven't caught on to this doing thing. Like, we're, we're, you know, like, I've oh, to, to have value, I've got to do something. Yeah. Kids still are just enjoying being a kid. Uh, I don't think that has to stop. I think we're human beings, not human doings. Um, if we can get back to learning how to be, you know, shoring up our identity, getting back to finding our value, not not tied, not tying our value to our activity Mhm. uh, Mhm. because that is a roller coaster of misery. Oh, that is what I see so many of our entrepreneurs doing too. And I, I myself included for a long time, tied my value to how Yeah, well my business was doing. that's right. <laughs> That's oh, it's exactly so dangerous. right. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And it is the absolute, in, in fact, I would say, Michelle, um, you just hit on probably the number one joy killer in any realm of leadership today is falling into the trap of tying value, worth and identity to what we do. When we do that, we ensure that at best, our sense of happiness, our sense of joy is going to be extremely temporary and extremely temperamental. Right. Yeah. The people that care about us the most will never know what to expect from us. Our joy on any given day will be based upon how our performance went at work. Yeah. yeah, which I can remember that, like, especially in, in the sales, in this being in sales at the beginning of my career was uh, there was a lot of up and down days, Yeah. you know, you win some, you lose some, you know, like Right. it was just Right. a lot of like, holy moly, it was like a roller coaster. So yeah, I can see how valuable that is to really separate those two. <laughs> Yeah, huge. That's, that's awesome. So as you've said, like so many of our clients at Amplify, you've said that the podcasting is your most favorite thing to do. You're having so much fun with that. So I am so happy to hear that because it's so, also one of my favorite things to do in my business. And it's one of the most enjoyable things I get to do during, Mm. during the week and connecting with other people and amazing leaders Right. like yourself are so, so great. Cause not only, you know, I, I do it selfishly because I like the personal development. I get out of being the host of the show. Right. I'm 
always learning something from all of our amazing guests. So I think it's like one of the best personal development things that you can do. I agree. I agree. I'm like, man, I'm just having way too much fun. I'm learning way too much. I I sometimes I wonder, should it be this fun? Am I doing it right? Uh, That means you are doing it right. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Well, Pastor Travis, thank you so much for being with us on Amplify You today. It's been a joy to get to know you and to hear all the amazing things that you're up to. I'm really excited to dive into your book, The Seven Deadly Thoughts, and also uh, check out your podcast, Transformational Truths. So for all of our podcast listeners out there who are thinking about starting a podcast, definitely Pastor Travis has dropped some amazing nuggets in this episode that will maybe inspire you to go and look at his blog, go to cultivatemypurpose.com, check out the book, check out his podcast, and hopefully that will inspire you to get past some of those limiting beliefs that maybe are holding you back from living the life that you've always wanted to, and also be getting out there and amplifying yourself into the world as a leader, because we need more of you out there. So please, please, please go out and check out all of Pastor Travis's material out there. So Travis, thank you so much for being with us today. Michelle, thank you for having me. It's been great. Any last words before we let you go? Yeah, my I, I would tell people, uh, don't settle for anything less than what you were created to do. Discover your purpose. Go after it. Take steps of faith. Don't be afraid to fail. There's more out there for you. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much, Travis. Amplify You family. We'll see you again next week. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.